Welcome to the Happy Client Show. This is the weekly podcast dedicated to helping inbound agencies master the art of truly delighting their clients. This episode is brought to you by Do Inbound, the project and process management platform built by an agency for agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. Now, here are your hosts, Ben and Andrew. Hey guys, welcome back to the Happy Client Show, where only you can prevent client fires. My name is Ben Butler, and I'm here with my firefighting expert, Andrew Dembski. Andrew, how's it going? Ben, it's going great today. Um, this entire season has been fun to work through because we're talking about real life stuff. You know, everyone who's out servicing clients on a daily basis understands that there are things that come up, flares that happen that need to be addressed. And I love the content here because we're talking about things to get out ahead of the ball. You know, Wayne Gretzky said, um, it's not about skating to the puck. It's about skating to where the puck is going to be. And here I love that analogy because we want to think ahead of ourselves and say, how do we identify potential problem areas? So we talk about setting expectations in the sales process. We talk about building smart contracts and having those things in place there. We talk about running regular meetings with a client so that we sniff these things out as they're coming. And the last thing we really want to hit on here in this episode is over communicating with clients and how to go about doing that, why it's such a good idea, why every agency POC should be doing this. And Ben, you are really, really good at doing this as kind of the front lines person working with clients on a daily basis. So this topic gets me excited because I've seen how when we implemented this, our client delivery scores started going up and our clients were a lot happier with the work that they were receiving from Guava Box as an agency. Yeah. And over communication, let's let's not get it twisted here. It's not overly personal information. It's not saying everything that's on your mind. It's not saying, "Hey, client, I just went to the bathroom. How you doing?" You know, it's not about that kind of communication. It's not, in essence, it's not useless information. It's targeted. It's specific to your relationship. And the purpose of over communication is to create and maintain faith. And faith is what will keep your clients happy. And, you know, you want to raise those questions early before they become conflict. And by over-communicating, you show that you're responsive, you're interactive, and you're invested. And so a client's going to be more comfortable coming to you if there's an issue or a conflict on their mind. So you really have to start with over-communication. And honestly, this really goes all the way back to your framework as an agency and the way that you handle relationships. We talked last season about the inbound partner journey. That methodology, that journey with all of the milestones, we over-communicate that on the front end so that through the relationship, we have common ground to stand on and point to. And there's a lot more relatability to the process. So it starts with you. It starts with you and the way that you address your services. And I want to make that point very clear. If your clients don't understand the processes the methods, the milestones that drive your services, whether you're inbound, your branding, whether you're PR or advertising, then you're going to have some issues here. So over-communicate the processes that are driving every service that you do. But you know that's a, that's a pretty big boilerplate. So let's dive into the actual client relationships on a daily basis. And we're going to talk about four signs that you need to start over-communicating because you might be saying, I think I, think I over-communicate. Uh, do I? So we're going to dive into the four signs here. Andrew, will you kick us off with the first sign that signifies that you need to over-communicate? 
If the client is asking you for a status update, you are not over communicating. You see, we want to preempt all of these questions, Ben. We want to be in a position to say, hey, here's what's going on. Here's the current state. Here's what I'm working on. Even if you don't have a solution for the problem yet, let that client know that you're working on it because that sets their mind at ease. Let's know that, hey, that team is out there. They're earning their money right now. Even though I can't see anything happening, I know that in the background they're working away and they're busting hump to solve the problem. So provide the status update before your client asks for it. That's the number one sign and solution. Number two is if the client ever reaches out to you and they are asking for recent numbers, they're asking for reports, basically they're asking for you to justify your existence. Yep. Ben, that's a big sign that you aren't leading the leading the ship here. And you pointed to the inbound partner journey before. That's a great point here. Is like the client should you should be leading the client and and providing these reports and providing these meeting agendas that lay out exactly what has happened, what will happen, and what have we learned all throughout this process. This is big stuff, and if they're asking you for it, Ben, you're in a bad position. Yeah, I I really think for both of these, this is really where things start to break down on a fundamental level. You know, if a client is ever left wondering about anything, I automatically assume they're going to think the worst. You know, if they're wondering about a status update, I'm just going to naturally assume that they think I'm sitting there picking my nose, which I, you know, at any given moment I might be, but the client wants to know that we're working on their behalf. And so for both of these, it's one of those things where you want to, it's over communicating because the, at the very essence, you know, it might not be asked for. And that's the point is you want to do these things before the client asks. And last the last episode here, we talked about the three kinds of weekly meetings, and we we hinted on something very important. It's that every meeting should be in a centralized location, and we use Google Slides, or some might know it as Google Presentations, to put all of our meeting agendas, all of our reports in one single living place that if the client ever has a question about something we talked about on an agenda or needs to go fish out a report from months ago – they don't have to come to us to ask for it because they already know where they can find it and what was talked about in it. So these are the make or break points right here. And I would totally recommend that you guys go back to season two and look at the five KPIs that your clients need to know right now. Because Andrew, you said it, and I was actually just randomly listening to this episode um, today, is that your clients, they they can't create KPIs. And for those of you who don't know what that is, key performance indicators, they can't create those on their own mind and they will if you're giving them a vacuum. Yep. You have to set the standard for how inbound is measured and present those very proactively. And that is going to start really, really preventing a lot of these conflicts because, you know, I think back on all the conflicts I've ever had and it's, what are you, you know, what's the status on this? Or, you know, can you send us these reports or numbers? That's really where a lot of conflict starts to emerge and thus a lot of a lot of fires begin yeah so preempt those things by just having a plan and following the plan and that's where the next one comes in the third point is you're not over communicating if your client does not know what's happening next this is where that inbound partner journey is so important you want to have a map laid out you are the pilot they are along for the ride. Together, you're going to a destination, but you are the one that controls the directions. You're the one operating the GPS. So you should always outline what is the next step in the process. Based on what we've done, here's what we're going to do. 
that provides a sense of security for the client, knowing that they're in good hands with you and your agency. They don't want to be with someone who doesn't know what's going to happen next. That's why we're such big fans of quarterly campaign planning, because that gives the client the assurance that they have a plan in place for the future. We never want to be in a position where we have no content for next week or we have no plan for what the blog is going to look like next month or we don't know what the next ebook is going to be. Planning in quarters and getting ahead of the ball is your key to really communicating assurance to the client so that they know what's coming next. And if they don't know that, it's time to over communicate that through your regular meeting planning and through your just agenda setting and your ability to communicate what is to come, not just what has happened or not just what do you want me to do today, Mr. Client, but here's where I recommend we go together. The fourth point here, Ben, that we want to hit on today is your clients don't see the value in your results. How can we over communicate in this and in relation to this item in a way to show them that they're not, they are getting the ROI that they deserve? Yeah. And this is, this goes back to the KPIs, you know, over communicate what the key performance indicators are on a granular basis. And then you will be able to give context to the value of what you're doing. And I love to use the inbound revenue calculator. Heck, we will include a snapshot almost every week, if not every month at the very least of the results of the inbound revenue calculator. And one of the things you have to do with your clients on the front end is to say a couple things. You know, what what is your close rate for your sales team? And what is the lifetime value or just the gross value of your customers? So let's say for a manufacturer, you know, that one client for them equals a hundred thousand dollars. And let's say that you're you bring in two new sales a month. You know, one person might look at that and say, Well, you've only brought in two new sales this month. But for that particular client and that particular, hey, you know, we know that two new sales equals $200,000 for this client, you are starting to communicate. And I would, I would be the first one to be like, hey, we just scored you know, $200,000 together in this partnership. And that was one month of work you know, or one month of results. And so you want to celebrate the victories. You want to be that person who runs in the room with that boom box jumping up and down saying, yeah, we did it. We did it. <laughs> you know, I, I always cut to the uh, Michael Scott from The Office. He's that's one of my favorite TV shows in the world. And he is one of those guys who over celebrates every win, you know, and I'll, I'll include this little gif of him standing on a chair holding a boom box above his head mouthing the words to everybody dance now that needs to be you as the client relations manager as the agency be the first one to celebrate and announce the victory because i never expect the client to be as excited if i'm not excited first and foremost and mostly if i'm not communicating why i'm excited or what happened so solidify the kpis and celebrate them be the first one in there and bring a boombox if you must Amen. And how are you supposed to know what happened if you're not talking to them? So we've got to over-communicate to gather this information to prove that we are delivering our results as an agency. Don't let them come up with those things in their head. So here are four signs that you need to start over-communicating. If your client reaches out and asks you for the status update, if the client reaches out and asks you for numbers and reports, if the client doesn't have any idea about what's coming next, and if they don't see value in your results, those are four caution signs that you need to change the way you communicate with your clients. Think about adding some new processes in place so that you're communicating with them on a regular basis and implement a 
client journey so that you know where to take that client as you continue to move forward. Thank you for listening to the Happy Client Show. You can find the notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash happy. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash happy. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first process and project management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review of the show to help spread the happy client show vibes.